Zach, you strike me as someone who is not necessarily full of hate, but spends a lot of time thinking about the things that he hates. I is hate that a accurate? lot of things. I, I, like you said, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm full of hate, but I do hate a lot. And I would say if there was an emotion that I am addicted to, it would be anger. Like, Why would you be sure. addicted to anger? Like you, a willful because addiction? It, because I just, no, because I just have a lot of it. And it, like, it feels weird when I'm not angry. So it's like, I must be addicted. If there was a chemical that I was addicted to, it would be anger. Because it's that's what it is. It's I mean, it's just a chemical release. Just so like, in, well, everything is. Emotion, I mean, right? there's no. But and then so once your body gets used to one chemical release, and well, it has to be. I don't think of. I mean, I don't think of emotions as, you know, ghosts inside our body or something metaphysical or, or, or spooky about Ooh. how you feel. It's the green bile. It's not a. It's right? not a Pixar movie. It's <laughs> not a bunch of fuzzy characters in our head. Ooh, that'd be fun though. No, it wouldn't. I feel like I I do have different like uh, entities of Zach within Zach though. Kind of like how in, on Inside Out they have different like people control. Well, I think that I think that is that's healthy. I've become more, <laughs> I've become more of that that kind of person. Like I think of my I refer to my brain or myself as a sort of third person much more now than I did when I was younger. But that's because I I don't I'm more introspective now than I was when I was younger. I mean that's just life, right? Oh, that's just growing yeah, I can't up. get away from the introspection. So yeah. I like have to have something constantly playing in the background. Otherwise, it just gets into spirals, into a existential introspection. Oh, yeah. My brain is, is like that. It's like that meme on the internet where you see, a, like, it's like a young woman laying down to go to bed, and she's having a conversation with her brain. And then the brain pulls out some weird, crazy idea or fact, and then, you know, she's wide-eyed and can't sleep. That's literally my... I'm that... I'm exactly that way. Yeah. If I don't, if I don't find some way to, like lull my thoughts then uh forget it that's it yeah you need something to quiet the mind pretty much yeah so do you have a, a lot of hate you seem like someone who has a, at least a lot of frustrations about the world i think i've got uh, a healthy amount of frustrations sure uh i'd like to think that i'm like george carlin used to say you know, i don't have pet peeves i have psychotic fucking hatreds <laughs> uh and that takes training though i'm not naturally that way i think naturally i do have a lot of pet peeves but i don't like that because it, to me uh, you know the trivial things in life shouldn't matter. But you know, we, it's like uh, Sam Harris says: like if if we if we're gonna be immortal, then then that's the only way that the trivial things in life would matter is if we did live forever. But since we don't, and life is technically oh. an emergency, why are we wasting time on stupid shit? And I agree. So yeah, I I do have psychotic fucking hatreds, um, <laughs> and they do upset me sometimes on a daily basis because they're things usually generally I have no power over. You know, they're yeah, universal the or they're just societal. You know. Like, uh, well, today is the, I believe it, it's today is the anniversary of the uh, Tiananmen Square Massacre, you know, and, oh, and, really? and and not only do I hate what took place on that day, because I was a kid when that happened, but I remember, you know, my family was tuned into that all day long. Do you know what year it was? Was that, was that in the 80s? Or yeah, was it, it was 90s? late 80s. I, I, I should look up facts. I want to say 1989. Okay. So it was like right at the end that, of the 80s. Because yeah. I don't even know really what Tiananmen Square thing was. I know there was some kind of like. The government versus the people. Well, much. as I remember, uh, it's a, it was a college. It was a protest spurned by college students, uh, university students. Okay. And um, the government just lashed out and went on a killing spree and just just to, just to shut up, just to quiet the masses. And, and even today, um, 
there are people this is something i really fucking hate is it's it's like holocaust denial it's uh deniers they do the same thing with the tiananmen square you know the chinese government they the military didn't kill anybody people if, you know any reports of of death or murder were uh, you know citizen versus citizen there's all kinds of bullshit okay, it's so, obviously lies so the tiananmen square was a was a china incident yeah it took place uh oh shit where where did it take place well, it took place in Tiananmen Square, <laughs> but um, but Tiananmen Square is in China. Like, it, that's, yeah, uh, and it's you know it's it's a weird in America. It, it's clear that the Chinese aren't popular, right? Because they have such a different way of living than we do. But I have to say this: like, I I have had some Chinese friends and coworkers, and I have currently some you know gaming friends online that are Chinese, mm-hmm. and I have to say, I they they're just wonderful people like at least yeah. my friends are like, I feel like that's how obviously every group of people are, right? yeah i think so i i i i very often remind myself not to judge a, a people by their government and that's really sad that there i can't think of even our own country there's no there's no country in the world where you can like you know it's like judging water right ah how's your water here everybody always complains about their water well the same thing with the government it's like the, there's a disconnect the people aren't the government yeah and 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 that's true, right? I don't think that they are, and and that's that's just sad to me. It's unfortunate. That's not. I wouldn't call that a hatred, since that's what we're gonna be talking about today. Oh yeah, hatreds. I got like, hatreds and and an extreme annoyances. Yeah, but you turn. It looks like you turned this into a, a mini game. You want to? Uh, yes, I uh, I spent like a half hour just creating a list of things I hate. And I got like fifty in that half hour. 50 things that I, I either hate or I find extremely annoying. Okay. So I figured what we could do How are you going to choose? Well, yeah, exactly. How do you choose? Um, I figured what we could do is turn this into, like you said, a little, a little mini game, right? So I have 50 things here and I'm going to have you roll a D100 and anything over a 50 will just revert to uh, a 1, right? So it would be 51 all right don't make it count yeah okay so just roll basically and you're gonna tell me what the outcome is yeah and i'll tell you what what number on my list that is that way because there's no way we could well i don't want to wait i'm gonna roll i want to see what i get all right let's see now and just so people know they can to know that this isn't fake (laughs) really it's like dm rolling behind the screen i'm actually rolling something (laughs) all right what do we got here looks like we got 16. 16. All right. Oh. So what's number 16, so 16 on that, the list of hate? Bright lights and light pollution, right? Okay. I fucking hate bright lights because bright lights always like... What are you, a mugwai? I, I don't know what are a Are you a gremlin? Is. Oh, man, oh, forget oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I align more with, Sad. The, with, with, Sad. The, with the vampire. Shame. Um, Shame. <laughs> well, it just threw me off. I haven't seen like gremlins and since before it came out no um so bright lights gives me headaches right if i stare at a, if a bright lights in my eyes for too long i'll get a headache and i fucking hate headaches okay because it's pain and i hate pain and there's <laughs> it's just a whole chain of hate yeah it's it's, a it, it's just, it is it really is and that's where a lot of my hatred does stem from is just pain it's like i fucking hate it so you just random do you ever randomly just throw someone on a corner because they don't realize they've just interrupted your hate thinking? <laughs> no, I actually prefer people to interrupt my hate thoughts because, oh. because then I can like stop. <laughs> oh, so socializing is like an antidote for it. Oh no. <laughs> That's on the list as well. Oh god. <laughs> um but no, but like some things that interrupt my hate are fine. Like that's okay. But uh yeah, and then light pollution is just stupid annoying because I lo- I like the stars, you know? 
The stars are good. Stars are fun. They're pretty. And they're they're magnificent. You look up and you're like, so the problem. No way that the we're problem alone. is somewhere between the stars and Earth, as far as light pollution is concerned. Yeah, I and I can't stand either the bright lights in my face or in my eyes because then I'll get I'll get a headache. It just strains out my. So what is it just always dark around you in your home? Is that how you? I have you a com- live? I, I have a magical shroud. Yeah. <laughs> a magic shroud. Yeah, that just covers. It's, it's it's just darkness right here. I can't see past like five feet. It's great. So if this was Dean, you would just cast the darkness spell all the time. Oh, just, I would, and just then have it follow you, and then nothing can light it up. It's great. Mm. No fire, nothing. Um, yeah. So I just don't like bright lights and in, in my eyes and light pollution destroying my my view of the sky. That's that's what annoys me. Destroying your view of the sky. So wait a minute. So I'm confused now. So. Because I like stars. So right? light, so light, light at pollution. night. Yeah, that's a weird hatred. Oh, dude, I can't stand light. Light that's at so night. Bizarre is worse. To me. I love. I will. I will do all I can to have lights off in the house. Well, see, but see, to night. me, a hatred, hate is a powerful thing. I mean, Boy, hate, it, hate is something that can interrupt your your calmness. It can interrupt everything about your being. So you could be having the time of your life. And then someone turns on what their headlights at night, and I don't get it. Like, <laughs> so no, if I, look, if, I, if I go up? to look up at the sky, I do get annoyed. I get real annoyed when I look up, and I'm just like, "Fuck, I can't see no stars." Orion, where are you? Well, that's not the You're lights. Like, what it's clouds? It's light pollution. No, you can't see the stars because of light pollution. <laughs> it scatters the light from the earth and around, and you can't see the stars. Okay. I think that's a, that's a that sounds like a fixable hate to me, though. How am I gonna fix light pollution? Well, I don't know. I feel like yeah, the city's could... right next door. I can't, I can't do nothing. <laughs> just go stick your head in the sand, I guess. Just go bury I your head. Disrupt, I, then the sand's disrupting my eyes. But I that's also... not light. That you're confused. What? I am not confused. That is light. That's what light pollution is. It also hurts the trees. But I mean, that's another. You're very strange. All right, let's yes. roll again. Okay. Oh, you don't have. I'm enough. not. You don't. I'm want not to, totally you don't want to satisfied. Your list yet. Your list yet? Well, I mean, I don't have a D and D list. I mean, my my hatreds are. I mean, one of them is I've just mentioned, you know, because it's the anniversary of it. Mm. I I feel like we'd actually probably talk. We could probably just talk about that in general, as like massacres and humans being ill toward each other. That that's a hatred that I have. You know, I I can't help it. I do have a sort of Mister Rogers hope for the world. I I do yeah. wish mental health would improve around the mm. planet and i wish people were better to each other you know because of that um and it just disgusted the things that humans do uh not only to themselves but to their environment and and you know and other humans is just disgusting and i hate that i hate that very much and i feel it it does alienate me because I feel why you know why am I left out of that why didn't I why isn't my brain part of the hate train it seems like those people are perfectly happy right people seem per- perfectly content to be disgusting you know um, oh hateful and you, beings. you feel left out like why and can't, I'm left why out can't I be well disgusting? it's they have a, they seem to be at peace I'm not yeah. you know and and that 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 is me. Frust- that would be frustrating yeah to I, seeing I, others like, <laughs> who are content with their with with the destruction and the- well you know I think it's in my mind too because last night I watched that movie Glass with um, um, Samuel Jackson and okay. James McAvoy. Okay. And, I don't remember yeah, what was that. Bruce Willis. So that just briefly to tell you, that's the third movie in like M Night movies where there's you know Unbreakable, then there's Split, and then there's Glass. Okay. And the 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 recurring theme with Jackson's character, Mister Glass, who the movie's basically about, is that he never feels 
he's never he's never known where he fits in in the world, mm. right? And the other characters are the same. They don't have a place in society. And I, I that resonated with me. I I feel very much that way myself. I've never even where I do fit in, I don't fit in long, so to speak. So and I and I do I attribute that to my my hatred of mankind. I guess is that's a pretty big hate to have. But oh wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can't stand mankind. I think uh, you know I have, I'm I have a, a similar, optimistic person. I just don't like. Like people, like person is fine, right? But like groups of people, it's like that's when shit goes wrong, right? When people get together and they just fuck up, like the 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 area around them. I mean that's true, but I I I think it, it's just as equally true to say even in small gatherings there's you know there's fuckers. So uh you know every uh, there's so many variables that come at play to like building a human right to being a person mm. and most of the variables are negative uh and and some of them and some of them stay like for example uh you know the old I, saying some people learn from their mistakes yeah right well what does that mean i mean that means something bad happened that either you caused or someone else did right and you improved upon the outcome yeah or but the, the solution still happened but it still happened and it may happen again um and, you know, like something Mike Tyson said, and I love his show Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I can't stand the co-host, but Mike Tyson's really actually a very intelligent person and speaks very wisely. And if you listen to him, I think I think you'd feel the same because, you know, he something he mentioned um, that I, I've always thought about is that humans fail. We always, at some point, no matter how good you are at what you do or what you enjoy or whatever the task is, you are going to fail. There's there's no forever with success. Yeah, it's just a numbers game at that point too. It, everything right? is it's a numbers like game. Yeah. Eventually, the odds are going to be stacked against you, and it, it's going to happen. No matter how skilled you are, you're, you're gonna you're gonna fail at some point. Yeah, I don't think that that's not, that's not a bad thing. Like you, you were saying, like learning from your mistakes and stuff too. Well, it's not a bad thing per se. I mean, there's I guess there's a difference in my mind at least between. Uh, you know, good and bad and positive and negative. Positive and negative don't have any morality attached to it in okay. my mind, right? right? Negative things and positive things happen in life. And what we consider good or bad is where we develop our morality. Okay. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. And, and that goes back to, again, full circle, right? That goes back to the differences of uh, government and people when it comes to like America and China. And really, when you think about it, what do we, what does the average person really know about China? I don't, what I know about China is what I glean from the internet or the news, right? right? Either presently or growing yeah, up. Yeah, I only know most things I know about China is the government, is politics, you know, from ancient, like, you know, China. From our, from yeah. our point of view. Yeah. 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 And then also other, other vassal states too. You learn from like, you can learn from like Japanese point of view on like yeah. the, the history and how they were like subjugated and how they were, uh, you know, had to pay like uh, what do they call them, like gifts, pretty much. You well, know, everywhere you go favorite. in the world, the, the humans' history is shitty. You know, it's a, it, yeah. It, no, there's always. But boy, are we tenacious because uh, we're still here. The conquering, you know, civilization. There's always someone out there trying to take more and be bigger. All right. Well, let's see what's next on All the right. Zach list of hate. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, we got a we got a fallen. What does it say? It says. 50 on the dot. All right. So we, oh, the, the, the last, the, the last, last thing one. you wrote. This is always interesting. Oh, spending money. I fucking hate spending money. I hate like, so I had to buy a car recently because my, my last one just like, 
you know, died. But I spent like so much money trying to fix it before I just decided to junk it. So I lost like 2000 there. And then I had to put money down on a new car. So there's another like, you know, a few grand. It's like, this is ridiculous. I spent, I spent five years saving money. And now yeah, it's but that's all such gone. a that's such a normal human experience, though. Why waste your hate on that? Because it's it, it 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 makes me sick. It's like well, now I'm now what? It's like I have to restart over, and it's just so frustrating. I, I also just like I don't even like I hate spending money on food, like because that's just like it goes away so quickly. It's not like you get like a return investment on on your food, right? You just it just keeps you from living you know you know i can relate to the feeling you how you feel the way you described it and you know what cured it for me to not make it a, a hatred that overcomes my thought yeah is um i used to work with a guy named jerry randall i hope he's still alive he was a very interesting character uh just to give you like quick background about this dude he was a guy that you know he spent 13 years in prison for attempted murder and and robbery and things like that and we were machinists together okay and i was literally the only person that got along with him so we became friends um, out of the entire, like, you know, factory. But I, he, one time I was talking about something like you're saying now, and I told him, I said, you know, I, I made, the worst part about it is that now I got to get that money back. I got to, you know, I got to resave. And he said, no. He said, you can never get money back. You can only make more money. And I, it, I, I, I just really like that simple advice because in my mind that translated into meaning, you know, don't dwell on what you lost because you can't get back what you lost. You can only make more, and if you're smart, you can make a lot more, right? Yeah. And then you won't. And then, then uh, buying a car, if you have, if you have enough money, buying a car doesn't have to be a hatred. Yeah, it's just I hate losing out on what I. Well, what that I, you I could time. say that's the meaning of life is loss. Yeah, right. <laughs> I hate life. Then no, I think the meaning of life is to is to find purpose, is to make your meaning. You know, make something that of your life. You know, have. Uh, like that's the beauty of life. Is oh, that's that your it's consciousness undefined. It's talking, undefined and you get to make what life is. Like that's that's existentialism to me. Is that my life is meaningless and you get to give it meaning? Hmm. I don't agree. <laughs> you think <laughs> life, I'm not gonna get into life it. has a a meaning of its own? Like I think it base it does. I I you know we were talking about this earlier. That I think some philosophers uh, made the argument that. Uh, at base, life is just procreating itself. You know, the 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 being that the part of you that is immortal is your genes, and that's what gets carried on. That's what gets replicated. That's what gets, you know, uh, that's what evolves. That's what you know um, continues. And so that is at base the driving force of life. I don't. That sounds meaningless to us because it doesn't have art. It doesn't have. It doesn't have interest or purpose well, in, in our consciousness, consciousness. It right? Have a consciousness but I think element. Well, that's the consciousness is a byproduct. I mean, your consciousness is the last part of you to know anything in your body took place, and that's what you would call you. And you would also give that the blame, is one way to put it, or the the credit, let's say, of the choices that are made within your body. And yet, it's the last part of you to know anything even took place. So, your consciousness, what you would call you, is really more of a passenger in the car that is you. And it, you know, a passenger can still affect the trip, but he's not driving. And so, that's why I think there is a, there, well, you know, the, right, the will I, to live I, is ba- is basic. It's 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 mechanical. It's it's biological. So, the meaning of life to you is to procreate. Or that's what you're saying it is, right? I would say the purpose to life is to procreate. Yeah, if you want to, 
That I think that's the best way to simplify it. Yeah. When you add the word meaning, you suggest that, like Alan Watts says, you suggest that there is something more than than the the orchestra that's taking place. As if it's not enough, you you have to have a cherry on top of your Sunday, if you will. Like it, you, there's just got to be a little something extra. And yet, what is taking place is so phenomenal anyway. So why do you need why do you need meaning? Why do you need that extra that you know that extra piece of uh, candy that that sets the path a little further? It, it, it when you really think about it, it's sort of pointless. It's very trivial. Yeah, but when you when you don't put a meaning to it, then it just becomes a mundane thing to do. You're just moving through life without. But see, without but right there, you're calling. Drive. Going back to the analogy of the orchestra, you're calling the universe mundane. It's, it, yeah, is it mundane? It, is, it, is the universe mundane to you? Do you need the same thing over and over again? It becomes mundane when you're doing the same repetitive motions. You're doing the same day to day tasks. See, that is mundane. That is that's how that's the, okay. Well, I I think uh, I think it's still phenomenal in that it's a miracle. I think that's in, an in unhealthy assertion, and I'll tell you why I think that because the last trip I took, right? I uh, on shrooms. I mean, I always come away with some unique simple philosophy when I trip and uh, I only do it like once a year but the last trip taught me that I had this thought that there's no such thing as noise there's just music that's why I made the analogy of reality being like an orchestra okay and so that's only mundane if you allow it to be but when you pay attention to what's going on around you, it is far from mundane. I mean, the amount of, just think of it as like a math calculation, the amount of things that are being calculated that seem still and lifeless and just ordinary is not. It's phenomenal. And Yeah, you know, I, but I also think that it becomes, when you're just, you become desensitized to it, though. I think, well, when you do, then I think that that should be the, the warning, the alert, the alarm in your head that says, hey... It's time to pay attention again. Exactly. So, Think on that. Well, to me, <laughs> I, I feel like driving meaning, creating something, goals, creating purpose in your own life, that's something you're striving for. I think that is. I don't mistake this. Yeah, I don't mean to say that it's meaningless by, by having meaning. If, and it would not right. to be more confusing, but yeah. But I would also agree that life itself without any um, meaning behind it is still miraculous in a sense without having even a deity it, it is that kind of like a phenomenal thing you know it is amazing and it's, it's it is the sum of all awe that life can exist well now that makes me think of something i hate um because I, yes i agree and essentially that's what i'm saying yeah and one thing i definitely hate and i've hated it my whole life um and it was unavoidable was is is when when we we're raised at least the way I was raised, which I think many people were also raised the same similar way, is that if you're going to have purpose, because you know you, you, we're born in the labor force, we're middle class, right? If you want to call it that, and to our parents, that's what they were taught, and then they wanted to make sure that if for our for us to succeed, that we understood it as well that to have purpose means to to work full time, right? And to spend your money wisely, not to be frivolous, to invest in things that matter like a family and a house and, you know, yeah. uh, proper, you know, proper things in your dwelling, all that kind of stuff, right? The sort of nuclear family idea. Right. And I'm not attacking that, but what I hate is that 
that is the only story that we're told, right? And so when when you get older, when I as I as I grow and it, and I'm still you know learning more about this, I I start I began to realize, especially in my early twenties, that this was more like a cruel joke because it was only beneficial to society if I fell into place. Right, it wasn't beneficial to me. My mind wasn't happy with the idea yeah. that I'm another ant. I'm just another worker, a productive member of society. Yeah, and to me, that you know, in relation to what you're talking about, as far as having meaning and purpose in your life and developing it yourself, that was the opposite of of that. Right? To me, that was death. That was the death of my heart, the death of my the music in my head that I wanted to share, that I still want to share. Right, right but wouldn't that the, be your meaning? The idea of being an artist. That you want to share your your ideas, your thoughts, your feelings. Right, what I'm saying is that th- that isn't the story. That wasn't what I was offered or mm. explained. I had to learn that on my own, and I'm still unraveling that, really? that problem. See, for me, um, I was always like told to pursue what makes you happy. Like That that was what I was told to like as a kid, like make do follow your dreams and follow what makes you happy. Like that. I mean, I heard that, but um, it. it I never, mean, like you said though, with the family, it's and too cliche like that. to me. It didn't make sense when I looked around in the world I was in. You know what I mean? I didn't see anybody doing that. Right. You know, and maybe it's a Midwest problem because, like the uh, what's that uh, comedian? He made the joke. He's like, ah, he's like, I'm glad to be here in the Midwest where dreams come to die. <laughs> it's like, well, I can't argue yeah, with that. I mean, it's kind of true. Your dreams to be a farmer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because we don't uh, we don't have an art scene really like you know in, like a theater scene like New York does right I mean, we, got, we do no 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 not I, like New York and, and, you know, and don't don't that don't don't break it down to that I, I I'm just using those as examples but th- there's plenty here just like anywhere else it's it's just a mentality really that I'm referring to that is shared um, with a young mind growing up. All right, Mark, you ready to roll again? Oh, dude, I love hell yeah! I grew up rolling dice. <laughs> I'm a dice thug. Dice thug. <laughs> All right, 32. 32. Wow, we haven't gone over 50. This is good. All right. Well, we can't. Wow, that's weird. So <laughs> somehow my numbers got mixed up. I don't have 50. I have 49 and because it goes from 31 to 33. So we'll just hit 33. <laughs> okay. Somehow my numbers got mixed up. Okay. Okay, so I hate when I can't understand something, like a, say like a logic puzzle or like someone's philosophy or something like that, even after it's been explained. It's like, it's like, what, am I stupid? I start hating myself. It is, okay, it's so like, what you really hate is you hate feeling stupid. Yeah, that's okay. what it is. But it could it derive, it, it is triggered, if you would, by the lack of like, like not understanding. It's like, Come on, like this is this should be basic. Well, give give like, an I'm example. I want to well, like, let's like, get you pissed off. Like give okay, me something so like with Alan really Watts, right? He talks about um, like always ne- living in the moment and not always trying to find the next big thing, right? Okay. But to me, that's very like, but that's how you like strive for better, right? That's how you get okay, better. That's a you're you're going into that's that I can't you explain to yourself to talk to yourself on that and be like that's a, that's a reasonable confusion and I would that's not a hatred. Dude that yeah, but it's like why can't I understand what he's trying to say? I that's a, that's the thing that's like I just want I just want to understand. It's like just it's like what do you what are you really saying here? Like well, well I'm starting to get it cuz you're confusing me and I'm getting pissed off. Yeah, you see? It's like what the <laughs> fuck? Like I just want to know what's happening. 
It's, it's the lack of, of understanding. And then See, I thought you meant something simpler stupid. than that. Like, that, like yeah, dude. That makes to, you Try and understand deep philosophers. Like, but even how like, is that a hatred? Even but, just like a, a simple logic puzzle, too. It's like, and then if I don't understand it, I'm like, okay. So in the 90s, you know what was really popular were, were these, I used to call them cross-eyed puzzles. I forget, yeah. I don't know what they're really yeah, called. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, get, I got them right away, and I still can to this day. Okay, so you just look at it, I, you're already cross-eyed? I, once it was explained to me how it worked, my brain just like slowly moves my eyeballs over. It literally feels right. that way. And then, bam, I see the 3D image the every 3D fucking image time. The 3D image or the, the, the spinning spiral of like oh, Whatever. A, yeah. It could be a tornado, a, a lettering, right. whatever. So there were certain kids that couldn't do it. And I'm wondering if maybe you were one of them. No. I remember they used to get really pissed off no, if they what, couldn't get it. It, was really, it would make me mad if I couldn't stop it. <laughs> if I couldn't stop the image from spinning or something, doing its illusion. What do you mean so, you couldn't stop it? You just look away. No, like see the image for what it is and not for its illusion. I don't get when you. So, okay, so those are optical illusions, those cross eyed puzzle things? Well, they're like double image, right? right. And so what you're doing is you're crossing your eyes. Because your your eyesight it's, it's is already not, crossed. It's not, it's not always just crossed. It's also like those those same things will have uh, like they'll have boxes and they'll be different shades and then then they'll have the same color on another page, but it will be like uh, oh no 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 no. I'm talking about the ones that if you look at them at a glance, they just look like static on a TV. Okay. Okay. It's just like a page full of like squiggly lines right. and dots and shit. But then. Um, almost all of them had what, the primer for it, the primer, right? Which is usually three dots, mm-hmm. okay? And the goal is to make three dots, two dots. So you do that by slightly crossing your eye. Right. That was the trick, oh, was to okay. do it slowly. So you're not, you're, you're being Those are the ones I'm talking about. Okay, I yeah, thought you were yeah, talking yeah. about optical illusions in general. No, 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 just those in particular. Okay. No, I can usually get those going, but um, no, the ones I hate is when you see get the optical illusion and it's like, uh, so you have like a, a column, right? But like the background is like circling around the column. And it, those, if I can't stop it from circling, that's when it makes me mad. Or you get like the, the, the circles that have like jagged edges and then they're like overlapping each other and some of them look like they're spinning in like place. And then you, ha- <laughs> and then, you, then I can't stop them from spinning in place. I'm so it's like, lost. It's like you're, you're a static image. Like stop. Like, why is it moving? Like, it's like, I hate that. Like that bugs me. Not being able to see what's really there. Okay, I've got a hatred that's a little more, it's less, I don't know, profound. Okay. It's more. Yeah, like these a, are all, most of these are extreme frustrations to hatred. No, I'm saying like, cause yeah, like some of these, we're kind of all over the, the map here with our, our, our hatreds. But um, so one thing I really, really hate is traffic. Now, you could just say I hate humans <laughs> again, <laughs> but um in particular, I hate the way um, the way people have learned traffic, who the way they ignore traffic, and also the way traffic is designed. And by that, I mean the way the roads that we use around this area and how they do change, right, mm-hmm. from like state to state, because tra- traffic laws can change. There's different rules, things like right. that. Um, in some cases, they're really intelligent. My brother and I were talking about this. He brought it up the other day. So in Europe, what's popular is like roundabouts, Yeah. right? Roundabouts are very smart. They slow traffic down, but they keep it moving and they eliminate the cross traffic. So there's a lot less 
accidents because of that, right? No one's running a red light to yeah. get across the intersection. Okay. Everyone's just entering a circle that's always moving because it's like a, a whirlpool right. that way. But so, it takes up a lot more space, right? It takes up a lot more space. So it's not a solution everywhere, but they're not popular here in the States, uh, especially not where I've worked. Yeah, it's almost Illinois, like a little treat Wisconsin, when you find Indiana. one. You no, know, yeah, it's, it is. It really is. But... Some states take it, do even do things even dumber than we do here in Illinois. For example, in Michigan, they have this weird system. They have first of all, Michigan like street lights aren't usually it seems on poles, so they're just dangling by oh, lights, just wires. Yeah, because I guess they get a lot of heavy storms and wind because of That's, lake effect. Okay, like okay. we do too, and yeah. it's true that depending on where you are near to a lake and positioned geographically, you will get stronger weather. Right. Or worse weather or stronger winds, I mean. Mm-hmm. So if you go up like in Michigan, I, I guess that's part of the reason why everything's on, you know, wires and strings so it could move more easily. But they have this fucked up system where if you want to make a left turn at an intersection, you okay. have to go past the intersection into a excuse me, into a turn lane on the other side of the intersection in order to do a U turn to come back to the intersection to turn right. To make your original left turn. It's the most bozo, stupid design I've ever seen for traffic, I think, in my life. Yeah, I mean, you're you're literally huh. J-hooking around to get where you want to go. So it just adds like five, at least five minutes to the, the damn your experience at the <laughs> this, intersection. This is a, a single point turn. You just turn it into like a five point turn. Yeah, like, what it's, happened it, it's insane. And there's so not only is it stupid logically, like even thinking about it, you're like, what? It's like, yes, it's true. They do that. But on top of that, because a, a road has to be widened, anytime you add a turn lane, the road has to be widened, right? That's why intersections okay. widen as you approach them because they have turn lanes mm-hmm. or shoulders as well. So, but when you design it that way and you push the traffic across the intersection, you're far more limited to the amount of cars you can fit into a turn lane. Right. right? Because you can't have because cars. Because you can't have in cars there. in the intersection. Right. right. So it's just now you've got backup across the intersection and before it, because you've got a double turn lane and they're all going the same damn direction. They all they all just want to go east, let's say, but it doesn't so, matter. So, Everybody's so the problem do this here bullshit. is poor construction and not thought out. It's poor planning. It's not yeah. poor construction. It, right. It's constructed it, yeah. well. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's as stupid as they want it to be. Perfectly. <laughs> it's just not efficient. No. So do you do you like the grid system, like how uh, New York has for like their streets? Like they are, it's, it's literally like a grid. There's no like real big like turning like winding roads or anything like that. So yes and no. Here's the thing. What I have learned about like street planning and stuff like that from when I was a surveyor and inspector, um, what seems to be ideal is when you have residential, you want grid, okay, and you want and and outside of that grid is where you want uh, longer roads with less interruption and wider turns, and the reason for that is because of commerce. Right, because of things being moved around, okay, in trucks, in in another, in cars, what have you, um, so you can't just have a grid everywhere because that actually will slow down movement and cause lots of uh, choke points and backup, right? So you really only want a grid in residential areas or where traffic is normally quiet. So like, there's parts of downtown that are wonderful because they're they're really more like small villages, like Streeterville. Right, which is like on the it's like it's on the east side of downtown, and it's kind of like an upper 
It's like an upper okay. class like neighborhood, but it's generally pretty quiet traffic wise. So it's, it's easy to find, tra- you know, parking over there all the time. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. On the street even, because even though they have par- everything, because all the, the residential, it's like condos over there and whatnot. Okay. So anyway, my point is that like that, you want a grid. That's beautiful for that too. But you don't want a grid everywhere because then it's going to cause a lot of problems. Even for mail delivery, it can cause a lot of trouble too, because you don't want mail delivery to um, combat with other types of delivery in okay. an area. So there's there's actually a lot of little factors. And to be honest, that was something that I found really interesting about traffic planning was learning that because my brain loves to problem solve. So for my brain, that was like, you know, that was like a birthday cake. Oh, man, no, I, you know, let me have some, right? Like I just wanted to, to solve all these little problems because they were logic problems. Right. And I'm good at that. I like that. But there are so many logic problems out there with everything. It's not just streets, it's bridges. It's just, and so much is left alone because, or not changed because money. I mean, that's the bottom line with everything. And, and mostly because, you know, local governments or any government for that matter doesn't want to spend money on things that people want. They want to spend money on things they want. Oh, yeah. Things that will bring them more money. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily what makes the people happy. All right. Let's do one more roll. All right. Sounds good. Come on. Let's see what we got. Big money, big money. We have 21. 21. Or did you forget 21? No, I got 21. Oh, yeah. So things that are illegal that don't hurt anyone, though. Say, like, uh, they don't hurt anyone else but yourself. Like wearing a seatbelt. Like, that's all. If, if you're the driver or you're like in the front seat you're only going to hurt yourself you're not hurting anyone else if you're alone but you you become a projectile when you don't have a seatbelt in a car that's moving beyond your control so yeah, i weigh 200 i weigh 220 pounds if i'm in the car with someone who's 110 pounds and i'm flopping around like a dead fish yeah, it's a good chance back, i'm going to the kill them seat, yeah but what I'm saying, if you're like in the front, it's like where you're gonna go anywhere but forward. That's a hatred. Yeah, that's a, no, no. What it would hate, what I hate is that people tell me what to do. Right, that's what it comes down to. It's like you're you're stifling my freedom of choice to be an idiot. If okay. I want to be an idiot, that's my decision. It's the same thing with drugs. I think all drugs should be should be legalized because if I want to fuck up my life, so that's my decision. The reduction of uh, just general civil liberties. I yeah, guess. Yeah. Pretty well, much. we live in a time where those things are either attacked or being taken away yeah. from us. And yeah. you know what's crazy is they're taken away from us in sort of a non-legislative way. It's it's a, a mental fear game out there right mm-hmm. now. And it's right? it's all the people too. The people are just falling into this trap, and they're just like, like yeah, we'll we'll do all these things. These oh, it'll keep us safe. Okay, see, I am. Well, the average person all... is not brave. How many how many tank guys are really out there? You know, in by tank guy, I mean like the guy from Tiananmen Square. Who sacri- more than likely died because he disappeared after that that stunt. Um, you know, I mean, he that that was a suicide mission. He knew he had to have known that what he was going to do would would get him killed. But he wanted to he wanted to make a point. He wanted to make an unforgettable point, and he did. But how many of those kinds of people are walking around? They're, they're no most yeah. of us are just we're sheep, man. Yeah, for the most part, people are sheep, and it's frustrating because I yeah I'll I'll. I'll bend the knee, if you would, and follow the rules because that's how I can still continue to live in society. And it's, but it still frustrates me. It's well, look at the satire on like LeBron James or John Cena right now because they they defend China, right? Even though you know, uh, 
uh, John Cena recently said something. What did he say? It had to do with Taiwan. Oh, he called Taiwan Taiwan. He yeah. said Taiwan. Okay. But to China, that's not Taiwan. They're not their own state or country. They yeah, belong to China. Why does China or who cares what John Cena has to say about Taiwan? Like, what does that matter? Well, it does matter because, first of all, John Cena is a household name, right? He's in the minds of anyone who's connected in any way to Western media. Oh, okay. okay. And I guess that is one of our biggest export, right? Well, is China. It's well, for our media. He's owned. I mean, just like LeBron James, they're, they're, they're influenced because they get most of their money from companies that are advertised that are owned by Chinese businesses. Mm-hmm. So they're defending their income when they do that. But at the same time, it's like, well... I mean, look, the satire is necessary, I would say, and it's appropriate to make fun of them. But at the same time, anyone, I feel like anyone making fun of them, including myself, would probably do the same. I mean, if you are worth $400 million and saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry in Chinese helps you keep that money, you're going to learn. I would learn some fucking Chinese. I I mean, think about it, really, be honest. Like, you're, you know, that money is your power and it's your family's future yeah now you got it you you already made the decision to take it from the villain so to speak right Mm -hmm. so you you got to live with it man let people make fun they're not walking around with 400 million dollars right you are so i guess this is part of it's part of the game but what's upsetting what still is legitimately upsetting is the fact that you know these are celebrities who like in john cena's case especially i always thought were symbols of, you know, generosity and altruism and and care for his fellow man, and so he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't sacrifice his his not his faculties but his principles, mm-hmm. right? But someone but the fact that he so quickly sacrificed his principles to go back to say I'm said. sorry, yeah, for something over so trivial to us is trivial, but to him it isn't because it affects his fortune. Obviously, yeah. why else would he do it, right? But. Yeah, it's so so weird to me um, that celebrities and, and that influencers are like a thing, and that they have like a sway on people's opinions and public and and what they think. Like that to me, that doesn't make sense. It's like well, because well, how, do, how don't you think you know, for yourself? Like, what do you care yeah. that some you know action star, movie star said something? Like, why does that matter to you? Like, aren't you just watching that his movie because? Cause he's kicking ass in the movie. Like, isn't that the only reason you're watching? What do you do? You really care about what John Cena has to say about whatever? Like, well, but but people like that are sort of like amplifiers for everything around them, right? That I mean, that to me, that's really what the main effect of fame is: is that anything that bounces off for you, or touches you, or comes across your desk, you become like a microphone for it, right? Even if you don't intend to. And so, I mean. Think about it, Zach. If you did have that level of fame and power, you would think differently. It'd be unavoidable. Well, yeah, I guess you would think twice about what you say because you're you're worried about. I mean, okay, as a person, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. Like, I just don't. I don't want. I want everyone to be happy, and I want joy for the common man. Right? That's what I want. But so I would think twice before what I said. I I agree with that. Well, that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm just. I don't. Not necessarily. I mean, that could be part of it. Um, I hear what you're saying. I'm I'm a little different on that. I I'm okay with upsetting people. I I I used to think like, yeah, I'd, I want to do my best to not upset as many people as possible. But then that just made me. I felt like I got walked on a lot, 
And then that's why some, uh, that's why one of my heroes is Christopher Hitchens, because to me, he was the opposite of that mentality. He, he not only didn't give a shit about who he upset, but he, he sought, in, a, in some, I feel in some ways to upset them to make them think. Now, yeah. I'm not just trying to contradict what you just said. Right. I think there is merit in what you said. Um, well, and I, and I think that upsetting people it does get them to think, and I think that it can be a useful tool, but I don't think it's the only option to make people think. Well, but what I was getting at was the fact that whether or not you even weigh that as an as an option depends on your fame. I mean, yeah. you can be as you can be as careless with what you say now as you want because it doesn't matter to you, right? But if tomorrow this show became number one in the fucking world for some stupid reason, then <laughs> it's because we're we're, we're you would instantly well you would ins- I think we would both change. We would have a lot more to consider. Let's put it that way, and it would definitely change us in some way. Yeah, no, I'm sure it would, but I just don't see why. Like, I don't care what celebrities say or do in their personal lives. It really doesn't bother me. They can say some stupid shit, but if I like their art and what they did in a movie or or a song or you know a comedy or whatever, I like it. That's that. It doesn't matter what they said in their personal time. I generally agree. I mean, I love H.P. Lovecraft stories, and he, but he was. You know, absurdly blat- racist. Absurdly racist. <laughs> well, I wouldn't all not absurdly because he only it was only in type, but he was racist. To me, absurdly would be like a violent racist. But, okay, but yes, he was. Ra- he was clearly racist. You know, he actually makes me think of um, certain family members because, uh, <laughs> or I'll have to say people I know because um, you know their their racism is 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 from events in their life. Right. right. So it, it had a cause, in other words. It wasn't because the media told them to be racist. Yeah, that's another thing is where where does where does schemas and racism like separate? Because a schema is something that your mind uh, creates to help protect itself or yeah. to, to make ju- prior judgment on a certain situation before you get involved. So you it's can, a shield. So you yeah. can mentally prepare and physically mm-hmm. prepare yourself. Like, So I wonder where the line is drawn between those two things. Is it is it necessarily racist if you had this experience before, and your well, your mind automatically triggers that I, recall? I mean, you know, I don't think there's confusion though with that. In my, to, in my opinion, like I can think of hatreds I have or, or racism I had, and then it was clear in my mind that that was different from, uh, at least for me, it was clear that I had you know, that was different from any schema I had. Okay, that, that just happened to go along with it. I mean, for example, um. My father is racist towards black people, and I'm not calling him out to make him a target, but because he was jumped by black people, by black guys when he was a teenager and they almost killed him, and he's deaf in one ear now from that attack. And he grew up in a time where, you know, that's all the media kept do, kept reporting was just black people committing crime, black people committing crime. Like all the crime was on black people, mm-hmm. right? And they never reported white people committing crime or just black people committing crime. Right, regardless that it was happening. That's what people wanted to watch. Yeah. Though. People forget that the news is a business. It's oh, yeah. not news. It never really was. Yeah, so, I wonder if it ever ever was. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. But anyway, truth. that's an opinion. But yeah, so you know, when you're indoctrinated that way and then you have real world reason to hate, um, I can't, I don't justify it, but I understand that. I can't say right. that I would be different. You know what I mean? It, it, I, I'm, I can pat myself on the chest or my back and say, oh yeah, uh, I would never be that racist, but I, I've never had anything that traumatic based on race, you could say, occur to me, you know, in, in right. his mind that was based on race. I mean, right. So, 
yeah, I mean, that that hatred has a use, I guess you could say, you know. I mean, if you believe, not if you believe, but if if the statistics are not in the favor, right, of, uh, or let's say the statistics are in favor of your racism, then technically you are being safer by being oh, yeah, racist, it, right? Oh, okay, you mean You, you know mean what I mean? Yeah, like okay. legitimately, like not to legitimize your racism, but to understand that it is actually serving you, right? right. It's kind of a fucked up thought to have. It's a negative thought. It's not a moral one, but it's it can still be a fact, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying what I'm saying? Yeah. So... I, you know, Patrice O'Neill makes a joke about it, but it, I guess I'm just saying the same thing over, but as a joke, he's like, he's like white guy. He's like white people with white guys with black fear. He's like, they got it wrong. He's like, you know, if they're in a bad neighborhood and they see a bunch of thug, thug looking black guys walking down the street coming at them, you know, he's like the, in their mind, they'll think, oh, well, I, I, you know, I'm not going to cross the street or make it look like I'm running away. I'll just politely pass them like I would anyone else. I'm sure they're fine. Right. Mm. But he's like, he's like, if you reverse that with the black man and the black guy sees like a bunch of like you know bad looking white dudes coming down the street that he's like if you any black guy no get the fuck out of there and i'm like yeah that's that that sounds like a racist thought and it is but it's a proper mentality like you should put your safety before your 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 morality right and that that makes sense you know that's a that's a use that hatred has i guess you could say no i see what you're saying and i i think that if i was to me, I would just be, if I saw anyone that was a group of, you know, if I just felt threatened, right. yeah, I'm just going to, yeah. It's not, it's not a, a versus, you know. I don't even know if that falls into my head. I don't think it does. But who knows? I haven't had that kind of situation. I get I get uncomfortable when I'm around, like, just drunk guys in general. It's like, I feel like any violence could happen at any time. When oh, I'm well, at, never like, be. That's because you're sober. <laughs> That's true. You need to be, if you're going to be around drunk people, you should be drunk yourself. It's a lot better of an experience. Plus, things don't hurt as bad when you're drunk. <laughs> it's the next day that everything hurts. But that can be dealt with. See, ah, no. Nah, this is my acid reflux. It, it interacts with uh, with alcohol too much, and it's just, it just hurts. I'm, I'm hurting while drinking, and it's not worth it. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, no, I'm... Listen to your body, dude. Yeah, you know. Yeah, don't listen to your ego. Your yeah. ego is often wrong. Yeah, unfortunately, it likes to it likes to pump itself up and pretend like it's all that when when it's not always true. All right, do you want to do one more? I think we got time. All right, let's do one more roll. All right. I don't know, man. This better be a good one. I gotta say, most I think so far, most of your, your hatreds are just like annoyances to me. I'm trying to relate. <laughs> Six. Six. A well-rounded six. Six on the list. What is number oh. six? Okay, so I hate it when, when people won't talk about the problem. So, like, especially when you're in a relationship, right? Oh, bad communication, yes, that is a hatred. Oh, my I God. I agree with if, you. I, it, it is so frustrating because I, I don't know yeah. if it's because I'm a man or because I just like to fix things. But I hate things that are, like, unsettled and, like, in, in limbo and it's like you don't know where it is you don't know what's going on it's like no let's just talk about the issue and fix it now like, no I, I agree I, I, it is yeah oh I cannot stand it because especially when they lock themselves away in a room or whatever and you're just trying to talk to them it's like it's like you're misunderstanding what happened like this is this is this is true we just need to talk it out and we'll figure what, what what's going on all right it, there's nothing wrong here and I know that. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating. I, you know, I, I can relate even recently. It, when you have an emotional argument, 
uh, especially with somebody you care about, like a family or a friend or a loved one. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter, I guess, who makes the mistake or whose fault there is. Like, blame seems so pointless in the argument. What matters is talking it out. You know, exactly. Especially even for the person who is prop, you know, to blame if there is blame, right? Yeah. Like, who, who said something stupid or started an argument or something dumb, which I do all the time. I'm just, you know, that's just a part of my character that I try to like edit out as often as I can. But I have my mother's, you know, her side of the family has kind of a, a short emotional temper, and I don't have it at the same caliber that <laughs> they do. But I also, you know, I have it regardless, right? And it's difficult, yeah. But I agree. You know what? I don't like to go to piggyback on what you said is like uh, when when someone, even myself, gives up and just feels like it's not worth talking about or figuring out. It's not true. I think logically, no matter how stupid an argument is or a communication or even story if it's is, serious, and, yeah, even if it's like life and death, like 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 this could be the end of the relationship. That's when it's the most important to talk about it. That's when it's yeah. Vital. Communication is key in yeah. any relationship. You, can't, you, you don't know what the other person's thinking unless they say it. Problem solving. Yeah, you I know. Mean, yeah, I know that's obvious to say, but it's but no, it's true. No, and some people important. operate like they think you can read their fucking mind. It's like <laughs> I'm not a. I say that all the time, man. It's it's true. That's why, but it's it's ridiculous. It's like I've I've pissed off bosses like, like that because I'm like, and I just because I said it casually, like, well, I'm not a mind reader, so I don't know what you want. But but I'm communicating clearly. Like, yeah. I'm not going to dance around the issue. No, tell me what you want specifically. What yeah. is what is the problem? What are the you know every every yeah. detail matters sometimes. What so. do you want done? I'll go do that. Yeah. Just say what you want, and yeah. it will be done. That, that's all it takes. No, it's funny you mention is it like being a man because I, I, man, look, obviously I have a man's point of view when it comes to relations with women and relationships, but it, it always seems it was, it's so rare an occasion that, um, the communication problem was mine because I'm, I, I'm just upfront. I'm, yeah. I'm almost, I'm blatantly honest, right? I've upset people with my honesty and I use that same, attitude in a relationship because i'm not going to beat around the bush but it seems like a lot of women and boy am i going to hear it probably but (laughs) a lot of women seem to have that they don't want they don't approach the problem directly uh and that really upsets me or they let it yeah or they just let it build until it finally becomes a real issue in their mind because at first it's just one little thing but it's only with personal things like i noticed uh um you know even someone who's okay i won't say who she is but she's close to me uh, at work, this person is phenomenal. She's a terrific manager. She's and, and, and actually, I've heard like business owners and millionaires who own business companies and whatnot say that they prefer female managers. And I get that because it seems like at work, you know, especially this woman I'm talking about, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Like she can manage any problem and solve any any solve any problem, put out any fire. Okay. Right. But once she's away from work, man, it's just a flip. It's just pure emotions it's just it's, nonsensical it's a, it's a it's a it's a you know bereft of logic it's just very aggravating to try and deal with her when wow. she's not at work it's like i i almost feel like i want i've told her once before i'm like i'd rather argue with you at work <laughs> because then at least i'd be treated yeah. like a, a customer or something you'd yeah. have some kind of respect and we could figure out the the problem but when it's like when there's a lack of respect for what the other person I has to say, say. I, I see which, how that could happen because even I um, at work use a more logic based mindset. Right? Yeah. 
Um, and I would say even out, out definitely true outside for men work, or I am a very yeah. logical person, but I also use my emotion a lot more in life. You know, I, I use that, the, the gut feeling, if you would. But at work, I feel like I use more like what's worked in the past with this problem and logic, right? Like I do what works. I, I See, use the you, tried and true. You know, no, you touch on something really important, something I used to tell myself. And, and it's funny you mentioned gut because that's what I used to say was bring your gut to work. Because when I started doing that, when I when I left plastic surgery and I took everything that I learned and how I felt after that, because I learned so much. And by that, I mean like my work ethic and how to deal with people and how to deal with management, how to be a manager, all that stuff. Like I had a crash course on all that shit. And it really helped me with my next job because when I say bring your gut to work, I mean I mean just how it sounds like. Bring your instinct with you, mm. right? Don't edit out your instinct because you're afraid you'll be reprimanded or you'll be fired. It's like that's a fear that most people just seem to live by. But you're not for most things. You're not going to be fired, right? For speaking your mind, right? For just being honest, right? right? Well, if, but I believe in that. Yeah. I believe you should be honest, and that's it's very important to to when you see a problem or an issue to to say something. Got to address it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think, but I don't. I don't think that's necessarily emotional based, right? Either. I think it can be. I think for a lot of people, it is. I think people are afraid of confrontation because okay. they hate their job. Who, who, who most people hate their jobs, or at best, they're just. It's just you know an equitable experience. They don't. Mm. They're affable, and they just want to get get it over with. So they're just affable. Yeah, just but, working nine to five to get home. And- yeah. So obviously, why add stress or confrontation? And I understand that, but at the same time, I feel like you cause long term stress if you're always avoiding confrontation because you're not properly communicating. Because sometimes you do got to draw a line in the sand, or you got to bark. Yeah, you just got to. You uh, know? absolutely. So. Take that for what for what it is. Yeah. If you like what you're hearing. Or even if you don't, that also helps. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're still listening. Then please consider supporting the show. We're working hard on our passion to create quality content, and we want to bring you much more. Indeed, we've got big plans for what we want to add to Audio Pong, and we'd also love to hear from you, the audience, on topics or content Zach and I can create for you. Visit AudioPong on RedCircle.com for more information on where to support the show and where to listen. Also, feel free to contact us directly through email with AudioPong at gmail.com. Be happy. Be healthy. And and have have a metal metal life. life.